What's up, Dick? What's up, Dick? Welcome to another edition of Dick's Picks here on this uh, big moon Thursday afternoon with uh, Jimmy Menges due to uh, Jimmy Don't Connor. Don't get me started. Lost me the division. Raheem How many Moore. fantasy huh? football plays are you angry about from this weekend? Oh, there's a ton. First, start off. How do you let that guy go for 130 and two tutters? I don't care if you won the game or not. That's terrible. He should be fired. What about the uh, KJ Osborne play on Thursday night football? Cam Sutton Sutton lets him go for a 60 yard tutter, then flops and round on the ground. Oh, he pushed off. Just make a play on the ball, buddy. You don't need to, you don't need to win an Oscar. (laughs) <laughs> then top it all off. I'm going against Brady, and I got I got the kicker. And for Tampa Bay, I'm like, oh, they go down, kick a field goal every time, and I'll get some free points. No, Brady scores a touch, seventy yard touchdown, where they let Perryman go free. Edmonds somehow gets matched up on him one on one with no help. And I mean, you can be mad at Edmonds all you want. That's just a bad matchup for him. And I knew them when he got all those cheap points that there's no way I could win. Terrible. Yeah. Almost bad. like your Colts collapse. Yep, bad fantasy weekend for <laughs> Tick Menges. Um, Not as bad as a weekend it was for some people. Yeah, we have to start out first. I remember last year when this guy was hired, I actually gave him a chance, thought he was going to be okay. You kind of had some questions about him. I mean, I, I think you'd think you'd do better than getting fired after 13 games, but <laughs> Coach Fingers, done. Fired. I mean, this thing was just a disaster from the beginning between the summertime hires, um, the so-called quarterback competition he had in camp. Um, just uh, It just goes fingers on. Fingers incident. Yeah, kicking, the fingers incident, the kicker. Kicking, kicking his kicker, telling his assistant coaches, I'm a winner, you guys are losers. Him and Marvin Jones got in an argument. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. How big of a shit show that was in Jacksonville. And uh, I'm going to miss that he's fired, though, folks, because the content is fantastic. And I've never seen a guy more defeated after losing than he was than Sunday. That man, you could tell he was a defeated man. Yep. Like, that's Vrabel. Vrabel was assistant coach under him at Ohio State. You'd think they'd be buddies, you know, give a handshake, oh, good game, whatever. How you doing? No, it was not even look him in the eye, shake his hand, and keep walking. Defeated. Put his hands in his pockets. <laughs> yep. That's a bad, bad look. Then his press conference, he was given half-ass answers. You could just tell he didn't want to be there. Yeah, and um, he didn't even know guys on his team. He said, yeah, this guy's been playing. He had zero snaps playing. <laughs> I mean, it's just uh, what a mess. Um, And this Trevor Lawrence thing, folks, um, he hasn't been good either. I mean, you could say it's a coaching, but he's been god-awful. Yeah, if he hadn't been the lock that everybody thought he would be, number one pick, destined to be a superstar. But, uh, yeah, Coach Finger's gone after 13 games. Uh, <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> worst coach in NFL history? I think so. I think it's the worst, <laughs> worst coach in NFL history. And, <laughs> I mean, you see guys get fired after a year. Some of them maybe. Just kind of were there and just thrown in a bad situation. I remember the Jim Tom Solo thing, kind of like this Dave Colley at Houston, where they're just thrown to the fire and they're just they're gonna get fired regardless. 
but a guy that actually had expectations coming in and get fired that quick, I'd say it's part of the worst ever. Quite honestly. You kind of touched on it. I was a little skeptical at first. I wasn't sure if he's going to be able to be a good NFL coach. I just Obviously, I didn't think it would be this bad. I don't think anybody thought it would be this bad. I just I thought he would struggle and the team wouldn't be very good, but I didn't realize they'd have all these other issues besides, you know, just actually playing football. There's so much going on. That, that team that team's a mess right now. I don't I don't know where you go from there. I, I wouldn't want that job right now. No, I don't I don't think anybody wants that job. Um and I, I had some issues, maybe concerns going in, if you'd be able to relate with NFL players working at the college level, but still he was just so successful in college. I've thought he'd be smart enough to figure it out but that wasn't the case he made a lot about himself um and a lot of bad decisions and probably could have been fired after the finger situation to be honest it might have been a lot easier for the jags they just would have did it then <laughs> saved him some money too because they had reason to fire him but uh talking about another coach i know this happened two weeks ago uh there was no college football last week other than rb navy that was a good game Bryce Young wins the Heisman. But, Where Dick Menjus was right. But Mario Cristobal, my God, <laughs> he gets danced again on Friday night, two Friday nights ago in the Pac-12 championship. We haven't had a podcast since then? Nope. Oh, my. And uh, that was the spot where Dick was right. I predicted Utah would win, but I never thought it'd be that again. I mean, to be a team two times in a row like that, I mean, that's concerning. Herbie was just teeing off on the broadcast. It was great. Yeah, I mean, you got to get your guys ready to play ball, and that wasn't the case. Twelve championship. Yeah, and I think, I mean, I know, this guy is a good recruiter. I mean, he gets a lot of talent. I said that over the summer before he played Ohio State. I said this team's been recruiting good. They can compete with anybody, but I just really question his game coaching and getting people prepared. And I think that continues at Miami, where they have talent there, but they need someone to coach them up. I don't really know if he's the right guy. Miami, they they ain't back yet. Yeah, I mean, this guy, Justin Herbert, couldn't make the playoffs. And, you know, some of these other guys, we'll see when they go in the NFL, they turn into all pros and studs. But uh, I just don't know how good of a coach he he truly is. Good recruiter, but I don't know how good he is uh, leading men and X's and O's. He he has his pants around his ankles way too often. Yeah, especially in the Pac-12 some of these teams aren't great. You're not competing in the SEC with good teams week in and week out. I mean, you're playing Oregon State's, um, Jimmy Lakes of the world, Colorado. I mean, it, it's they almost lost to Cal. Um, Did lose to Stanford. Yeah, and Stanford's pretty bad right now. Um, and another coach who just got absolutely pantsed once again, and uh, it's Saban's – I mean, it, he's – Got killed again. Kirby Smart. <laughs> Saban's his daddy. Yep. Bad, bad uh, performance on championship weekend. I just – I really thought this was Georgia's year that they'd win this game. Obviously, I was wrong. Um, I think their schedule was easy. And I think the defense – I don't want to say it's fraudulent defense, but I don't think it's as good as it. Um, this all-time great defense. I mean, it was exposed big time in that SEC championship. And I, I question his game plan a little bit. He kind of went, went into it. We're going to do what we're going to do, which it did work for them. But Bryce Young in Alabama, it's a different story. You can't just run man-to-man every play. you got to mix it up. And he started blitzing second half. 
actually got some stops, and that's what other teams have done. Auburn, um, some of these other teams have been doing all-out blitzes. A&M and Georgia just didn't do it soon enough. Yeah, I think a lot on Georgia. I mean, that defense is great now, but I think big games like that, you need a you need a big-time quarterback. Alabama had Bryce Young, and Georgia's got Stetson Bennett. And, I mean, Stetson Bennett, he's a good game manager and all, and all the things you want to say, but he's just – when the lights are on him, it's 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 not usually good for Georgia. Yeah, I think yeah. in those big games, I I think even the defense probably feels some pressure because they know the margin for error is so slim. If they get down by too much, he really can't bring you back. No, nope, he's 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 a good quarterback with the lead, but from behind, it, it's tough for Stetson. Do you think they go to JT Daniels here in this uh in this college football playoff? Um, I I don't know. It's tough. I think, I think maybe they'll give Stetson at least a shot, and if things go south, they'll put in JT. I'm, I'm not really sure. I bet we'll see both of them. Be my guess. Yeah, but I mean, I think that's what. I mean, that holds them back offensively. Um, but even the past couple of years, I mean, this team's gotten exposed in big games with good offenses. The Florida Gators did it uh, last year, and LSU and Joe Burrow. My God, what did they put up fifty on them in the SEC championship game? Something like that. Yeah, so it's going to be interesting. Now the college football playoff, we got the four teams in. I think it's all, you know, pretty simple, clear cut, no real debates. Obviously, uh, your Oklahoma State and Mike Gundy got upset by Baylor. That was awful. They wouldn't have got in anyway. They put Cincy in over them. They needed Georgia to win. And we were both wrong about that game. I actually liked Oak State in that one, figuring Baylor at a backup, but – Spencer Sanders through four interceptions was just downright awful. Really blew the game for him. Yeah, they don't talk. He's a, don't make fun of him. Who? Spencer Sanders. You're going to go at somebody. Go at Gundy. He's a man. He's 40. Yeah, I know. I mean, he just played a poor game. Um, but I think the playoffs is set. Or I mean, it's good that they're all um, the right teams are in. Who do you like in these games? We got Cincinnati versus Alabama. Big-time underdog. And then Georgia-Michigan, I, I think that's going to be a great matchup. Yeah, I think – I mean, obviously I'll be rooting for Cincinnati, but I, just, I don't see a path for them. Especially, I mean, Alabama's been, kind of been up and down. It looked like here lately Bryce Young kind of ran away with the Heisman the last couple of weeks when nobody really was stepping up. And they've kind of really started playing better since then. So there's no way the Tide don't win, right? Yeah, I mean, I think it's Cincinnati team. They got some players. They got a good secondary. A couple guys will be playing in the NFL, but I don't know. I think uh, – I don't know if anybody can guard Jamison Williams right now, to be quite honest with you. Himself when he gets ejected for targeting. Yeah, and I mean, I know Waddle – or not Waddle, um, Mechie can be out. Um, but they got plenty of other receivers, I'm sure, down the depth chart they can go to. Oh, yeah, they're Alabama. Yeah, but I think they win. And I, th- I think this Georgia-Michigan game is really, really interesting. I mean, Michigan's playing as good as football as anybody. you got to pump it up. They're going to be playing that song all game. Um, I still think Georgia might be slightly better, though. Just I'll go with Georgia. Uh, I'm going to go with Michigan in this one. I think I think Alabama kind of showed that Georgia's not the almighty runaway team. Runaway team, everybody thought they were. So, uh, Michigan's going to be able to establish that run like they did against the Buckeyes. 
and uh, build a lead and then kind of chew the clock and come away with a victory. Cade McNamara is going to make plays because uh, Georgia, I think they're much better against the run than the pass on defense. So they just, and Michigan kind of relies on the run. So they're going to have to make plays in that passing game. And I think they're capable of it. Joel Hunting first, the CEO, he'll make a play. <laughs> and Michigan will come away with a close victory. Close. Yeah, I mean, I think that's really giving the matchup there, though, is can McNamara make throws down the field? Um, because Michigan is kind of playing right into Georgia's hands. They want to run the football, and Georgia's very good against that, but they got to make plays in the passing game. And then the other side, I mean, this Michigan defense has been playing good, too. Um, We'll see if Bennett can make plays. I don't if they get down, I think it's big, big trouble. Yep. But those games will be on New Year's Eve. There's some other uh bull season starting uh I believe tomorrow actually. So tired games, but uh some other decent games out there. We'll make some picks for the New Year's six games. We'll start off with uh we'll go with Pitt, Michigan State. Who do you like in that game? It's still unsure if Pickett's playing or not. Why wouldn't he play? Hey, he might skip it, they said, for uh, NFL. Oh, this is Pitt's biggest game in years. He's got to play. This is the first podcast we had since Fake Slide as well. That was terrible. I hated that. I'm glad they banned it. Yeah, but good season for Pitt winning the ACC championship over Wake. I mean, this that Wake Forest defense, my God, and the quarterback – Throwing a bunch of picks, and I'll, I'll give credit to uh, Pat Narduzzi. Maybe the first he time his after. respect. He gets his respect, coach respect. Um, then stepped up in that game, that's for sure. Yeah, I mean the first quarter. I mean, what was it, twenty-one all? Something I mean, it was up and down, up and down. I was like, I don't think there's ever going to be a stop. And then it went to a screeching halt where uh, Pitt just really locked in and shut down this Wake Forest defense. Um, but in this matchup against Michigan State, I think it's a good matchup for Pitt because Kenneth Walker, they want to run the ball. Pitt's run defense is significantly better than their pass defense. And then if Pickett does play, I mean, this secondary is the worst. It's terrible. We've already I wa- seen that. I watched them, get, watched them get diced in, in the shoe for seven touchdowns or whatever it was. I'm actually quite surprised they're in a New York Six game, to be honest with you. Yeah, they should be ranked, what, 42nd? Yep. So I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't think Michigan State's very good. I'm, I think Pitt, as long as, as long as Pickett plays, Pitt will win this game. Yeah, it's a I big agree. what if though? I, I, I was assuming he'd play. It's a big game for Pitt and Kenny Pickett win the Peach yeah, Bowl. He, he, he may, he may sit out. <laughs> uh, I'd lose respect for him and coach yeah. respect for not getting him to be able to play. Yeah. I mean, and then another game where a guy sitting out is the. Uh, we just talked about him as Oregon. I know the D linemen's opted out of the bowl game. They're playing Oklahoma, two teams that underachieved this year, quite frankly. What well, Alamo um, Bowl? Yeah, I think I'll go with I'll go with OU though. Bob Stoops is back coaching. That's why. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, is it really an Alamo um, Alamo Bowl if Texas ain't playing in it? <laughs> that was like always my virtual lock of the year: Texas in the Alamo Bowl. Yeah, it it hit every year too. So there's no team from Texas in it. I don't, I gotta agree. Coach Stoops back on the sidelines. Speaking of Big Moon, season of Seif was calling for Stoops to take the job back on the big on the Big Moon set. 
Yeah, so, I never thought that would happen either. <laughs> so, uh, too bad it's not permanent. Venables, my God, he'll pin his ears back. Yeah, I like the Venables hire. I, I wish Stoops would have been permanent as well, but I, I think Venables would be okay. I don't know. I think he's more of a lifelong coordinator, kind of like Vic Fan. He reminds me a lot of Vic Fangio in the college ranks. Lifelong yep. D coordinator, but not, not built to be a head coach. Yeah, it'll be interesting. A lot of their guys. Uh, but I'll, I'll go with you as well, just because of Stoops. Yep. Um, I think another game is the um, Old Miss Baylor. I know the line on it's been real weird. Maybe they, they think Corral may or may not play. I bet um, he doesn't. If he doesn't, I'll go with Baylor. Because, I mean, I think this guy deserves a ton of credit. I think he should be coach of the years. Um, Dave Aranda, he's done a great job with Baylor. Your boy got coach of the year. Yeah, Harbaugh. Harbaugh and Fickle. Yep. I think this guy could have easily got it because nothing was expected from Baylor. Um, I'll go with them if Corral doesn't play. If he plays, I think Ole Miss wins. They've had a great year as well with, with Kiffin. He's He's got them rolling down there. I think Ole Miss wins regardless of who's playing just because SEC is better in the Big 12. Yeah, and the defense did come on down the stretch too, Ole Miss. Yep, and he will roll the dice. He will go for it. He will not punt. Go for two, onside kick. I love it. I think that's it, really, for the the uh, New Year's Six games. Um, yeah, other, other than the playoff picks, and and those are all the games right there. You you skipped one. Oh yeah, I did. How'd I forget the grand day of them all, the Rose Bowl, <laughs> Utah and Ohio State, and I love the Utes in this spot as the underdog. They want to run the football. You saw what Michigan did to Ohio State there. They're going to run it again, and I think this game means more as a program and. Ohio State kind of sees this as just another game. It's really not a big deal, but disappointing year for them. Yeah, I agree. I like the Utes in this game outright just because, I mean, I'm, I'll be rooting for the Buckeyes. You know I am. But just this this is this is the Super Bowl for the Utes makes the Rose Bowl. And Ohio State, this is a you know disappointing season, not making the playoff. Uh, so I don't – they're not going to – they don't even want to be there, I don't think. Uh, and then they're going to have guys sitting out left and right, I'm assuming. I'm assuming Olave will sit out probably, Wilson, all two other guys are going to be going to the draft. So, and I think the Utes, they'll be able to run run through them just like Michigan did. So, yeah, I can see this is a problem for the Buckeyes. This Buckeyes did make, did make a good hire, though, more for next season with Jim Knowles the as the coordinator. They had a good defense, those Pokes. Yeah, the last few years he's turning around. They were an offensive team. Now they were a defensive team. I, I think that's a good hire by Ohio State. And this is the first time on the show that you've picked against Ohio State football in any Ever? game. Yes. <laughs> uh, what's the line? Let's see. Because I'm about to pick them. Ohio State uh, minus six and a half right now. Yep, Ohio State wins. They don't cover, though. So you change your pick now. I change it to a win, no cover. Utah covers. Yeah, I'm going I'm going Utah wins outright. I can't pick against the Buckeyes ever. 
I wouldn't be I wouldn't be surprised if they lose that. Usually I I don't see them lose. I wouldn't be be surprised if they lose this game. I mean, it's really like, hard to pick like, these bulls. Against bulls. Michigan, I didn't see a loss coming at, at all. I was being arrogant. <laughs> and they died like dogs. I love that fan in the stands. Yeah, I wanted to fight him. Him and Ski. Um, but these bull games really hard to pick right now with all the opt-outs, the transfer be- portal. We got coaches moving. Some are left, but they're staying the coach for the playoff game, like the Georgia DC who's now the head at, head coach at Oregon. Uh, it's a lot of moving parts, really hard to figure out. Um, this transfer portal is a big, big deal now. Spencer Rattler to South Carolina. That's the my God of the week. Um, that's – I don't know. Quinn Ewers to Texas. Yeah, it's a little surprising too. I thought he would – Maybe go to a and I'm not surprised he left, though. He saw the writing on the wall. Stroud was just the Heisman Trophy ceremony. He's only a freshman. And they have other recruits coming in, too, right? Yep. yep. But this guy's, like, the highest-rated quarterback since, like, Vince Young or something. Yeah, I mean, this – we'll see how this uh, bowl season goes and college football should be good rest of the year here. Um, you make your picks all your games. Uh, not yet. I'll be better, I'll be picking every game. Better get on it. Yep. Got to pick all the coma games first. Six and six versus seven and five, and it's uh, very hard to pick. You Mac versus Sunbelt. Yep. Famous I know, potato bowl. But I know one league. You know I will pick against every game except the game we just picked. Is the Pac twelve? Yep. I want to see how it goes. <laughs> you're gonna pick. You're gonna pick them against the Buckeyes though. Yep, I'm going to pick against them every other game. We'll see how that goes. Probably not good. It'll probably be like March Madness all over again. It could be. <laughs> um, we'll switch over to some more NFL stuff now. Um, last time we were on the show, we gave the Pittsburgh Steelers zero. I mean zero chance to beat the Baltimore Ravens. They pulled that out, luckily. <laughs> Somehow. <laughs> um, Mark Andrews drops that ball. But I mean, th- this Baltimore team, even when they're, uh, they were very fraudulent. Eight and three, they still are. And they still are. I just don't think they're very good, to be quite honest. But then that performance that they put out in the first half against the Minnesota Vikings, I mean, it's, uh, I don't, I don't really have words to even describe how terrible that was. Yeah. What's up with this last two primetime road games? They decide, oh, we're going to not play for the first half, then make it a game and try to come back. If you'd have played that way the whole game, you would have won. Yeah. And I mean, speaking of idiots of the week, I mean, Chase Claypool takes the cake on that one, maybe for the rest of the year. (laughs) No. (laughs) Bigger than the Sark loss versus Kansas. No, I think they're going to be on it for the rest of the time. Both of them. There's another idiot of the week, too. You're forgetting. Fingers? Him. This happened not this past week, but the week before. Who's your idiot of the week? You can use it. Zimmer got pantsed by the Lions. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I was surprised he was let out of that stadium. <laughs> yep. And, and honestly, since you brought him up, if they would have went to overtime, even against in, in that against Pittsburgh in that game, 
he would have been fired instantly off the field. They lose that game. And they had no business winning that game, the Pittsburgh Steelers. They almost tie the game. Fire me. Had the game. Had the ball in his hands. Yeah. And Harrison Smith made a great play. But I got to give some credit to Big Ben, to be honest with you. Um, His fault. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, early in the year, I was hard on him. And a lot of people have been hard on him, but. I think he's probably problem four or five down the list on this team right now. They got many bigger issues than just the quarterback. And those people out there think, oh, they get a new quarterback in the offseason, they'll solve all the issues. Hell no. This this puppy is bad right now. Unless that quarterback's playing middle linebacker, too. Yeah, I mean, they have zero linebackers. Um, the depth on the D line is, is bad. The are getting hurt. Um, your best corners. A guy who's 32 years old with bad groins, Cam Sutton. They thought he could be the guy. Had a decent had a back game. year. What'd you say? Witherspoon had a big game Thursday. He's been playing a lot better. Yeah, and I I have questions about that as well. Why couldn't the guy play for you early in the year? It, it kind of it's bad coaching. I think you you can't give that guy ready earlier. Um, and you're playing guys like James Pierre, who they said was a uh, the next diamond, Mike in the rough, diamond in the rough. Fuck out of here. He stinks. <laughs> um, and, and some of these other guys, Justin Ed, Lane, bad Edmund, traffic. Edmund. Uh, some of these guys they've been using, it's it's not good. Tell the podcast people what you were telling me. Yeah, uh, Devin Bush, though, guys. Where's he? I, be? I, <laughs> 55, their name. Yeah, actually, he doesn't deserve to be called by his name. 55 needs to get the fuck out of this city. <laughs> it's just – I can't watch it. And, you, and, and if you watch his interview this past week, you see why he stinks. No accountability. Oh, it's the, AC, the ACL injury. Yeah, coming back for it. Real nonchalant. Doesn't care. Doesn't play with any passion. Even when he does make a play or someone else makes a play, you never see the guy fired up to play. I, I just – I can't watch it. And I'll be there live Sunday to watch them. Uh, You'll be yelling. And I'll be yelling. I, I just can't watch it, though. It's just poor, poor effort. Um, Dick Mendes was right years ago. And even just like their Meyer thing, you were right. But I don't think you ever thought Bush would be this bad. No, this is one of the things where I thought he'd be bad, but not this bad. Holy shit. Just terrible. And that was more me. Just I, I didn't like him because he's from Michigan. So I was I hated the Steelers drafted him. <laughs> that was the main reason I said it was a bad pick. Yeah, but, I mean, he's poor. And, and Joe Schobert isn't much better, to be honest. Uh, he's just been lucky to play beside Bush. Terrell Edmonds, first-round pick. What the fuck does he do for you? On <laughs> um, that play with K.J. Osborne. Blitz! He's just standing around. Um, and I, I think – I mean, there's playing to go around everywhere. I think Tomlin um, – I question him getting these guys ready to play ball, as we say. And, and his in-game decision, going for two, not going for two, I thought that was shaky. Um, Keith Butler, I mean, you can say what you want. They got injuries on this defense, but bad. Um, <laughs> Man, you're, you're, I think you're a little over the top right now. Canada, why, why don't you let Ben unleash this offense, throwing it downfield? And we don't want to see this jet sweep shit. And, and these tired RPO slants that get tipped every play. Um, and Kevin Kohler got to take responsibility as well for 
putting this roster together with zero depth. Zero. Yeah. Anywhere. You got guys like awful. John LeGlue, hot dogs. <laughs> Big Ben's getting one on the D line. Big Never ben. even heard of these guys. Big Ben's uh, just taking a beating back here. Feel bad for the guy. Yeah, I mean, this is his last year. And that's the thing that gets me, okay? So in the offseason, they say we're in uh, win-now mode. We want to get one more Lombardi for Ben. Well, then go all out. You don't want to leave $12 million in Cavs' face and put out guys like I just said, Derek uh, Bazooka and all these guys' backups. I mean, you got to build the roster up. I, it's been poor. I, I'm out on the Steelers. They're not making the playoffs. I don't care if they're not mathematically eliminated. And I think they actually win this Sunday, but I'm done. Tired of watching it. It's uh, they play very, Sunday? very aggravating. Play the Tennessee Titans at home. No way they win that game. I think it's a game they actually win. Coming off a big shutoff, shutout against Fingers. Shout out Tennessee Titans defense. Yep, they did did me uh, well in fantasy this weekend, folks. I, I just don't see it. Yeah, I mean, this I'm, team – they're going to go eight and eight and one at best. They and I will fight. I will fight Mason Rudolph if that's the case. Literally <laughs> at this game, I'm yelling. I want to fight him because <laughs> they lost the Detroit Lions game. He makes one or two simple routine NFL throws <laughs> that Mister Peanut Head on the fucking commercials could make. Um, they'd be nine seven and one. Uh, ridiculous. Uh, we got to move on though. We got to get to some other topics here. For NFL, who do you think's the uh, the best team in the NFC right now? A really competitive race up top. Well, I don't know. You can, you can kind of flip a coin there between the Packers and the Bucks and the Cards and the Rams and the Cowboys. I mean, there's five solid teams. I think I think right now it's, it's that bad man up in Green Bay. Yeah, I agree. I think Green I think Bay the Packers are the best team. Defensively been playing well. Rogers is balling out as long as his COVID toes healthy. Quadzilla's been making a solid run game. Then you got Aaron Jones. I mean, this team, they're a complete team. Yeah, I agree. I think this team's a team to beat. I think Tampa Bay is right there as well. I think Arizona's kind of fading a little bit. Um, they haven't the two biggest games they've played, they got beat by Green Bay and at home. And the Rams at home. DeAndre Hopkins now done for the year. Um, this run defense has been a little shaky. Um, I think they're going to fade. And I, I'll give it to the Country Club Rams. I was wrong. They put on a good performance, at least one, against the uh, Cardinals Monday night. They were physical. They ran the football a little bit. Matt Stafford made some nice plays. Um, and Raheem Morris did a nice job, even though I know Dick Mend is still upset that Jimmy <laughs> Connor had a lot of points. Yeah, that's the one's job. And um, and then I look at a team like Dallas. I I just I don't know what to make of it. I think Dax kind of hasn't played as well here down the stretch, and they're kind of turning into defensive team now with Parsons leading the way. He might be defensive player of the year. As a rookie. Yep. Just TJ Watt can't stay healthy. Yeah. Just dominant. Um, and then you look at the bottom, that wild card race. I think, I think the 49ers are going to make it, and that last spot's up for grabs. It's uh, all kind of teams in the mix. You I know, know who, like you know, who I, you know, I'm rooting for Zimmer. No, who the football team? 
Yeah, I think well them them and Philly are right in there too. And Zimmer will be one of those. The Saints are done. They're going to get pants Sunday. <laughs> I don't know. I say that, but they always play well against Tampa Bay for some reason. Always. Yeah, they have, they have their number. Except in the playoff game, then they lose that. Yep. And then you flip over the AFC playoff pitcher. I mean, there's, there's 10, 11, 10, 11 teams in it. And I think every team in this AFC North is fraudulent. I mean, none of them are any good. Yeah, I don't know. It's the AFC North, no team's good, no team's bad. That's what I've been saying. Yeah, I mean, the Ravens have injuries. Bengals has been up and down. Browns. Browns COVID. Now up and down before. Yep. Now they got COVID. And we don't mention that team here. That's it. Mm-hmm. Um, they, uh, they're, they reside in Pittsburgh. That's all we got to say. <laughs> we just talked about it for 10 minutes. Now you won't talk about it. Yep. Done. Um, and then you look at a team like the Bills, they've faded and now they're in, they're fighting for their a wild card and a playoff berth. Colts are still right there, they'll be in it. And even the Denver Broncos are right there, along with the Chargers, who I think they're going to get in. They've kind of solidified themselves a bit. Um, so it should be very interesting. We'll make our game picks this week. We'll start off Thursday night football, Chargers, or no, it's uh, Chiefs at Chargers. Who do you like? Uh, I just know that Dick Eckler better play. They say he's a game-time decision. I saw today where he's going to play, but limited snap counts. That's like the worst-case scenario. Because <laughs> then you don't know what to do. Yeah. I'll probably play him. I got nobody better. I ain't playing Hubbard. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm going to take the Chiefs in this one. I just think Mahomes is getting on the right track. And that defense has started out so bad. After that, starting out so bad, ever since I don't know what game it was, they turned it around, but they've been one of the best in the league. So, yeah, you could argue they're the best defense in the league right now. So, I'm going to go, I'm going to go, and that's scary when you got Patrick Mahomes on the other side going with the best defense in the league. So, I'm going to go with the Chiefs and Chiefs in this one. Can you continue that win streak? I think it'll be a close game, though. Herbert Herbert will play well. And uh, the Chargers are a good team. they're they're up and down. Some games they're unbelievable. Some games they're bad. So I think this game will be a good game. Come down the end, the Chiefs win a close one. Yeah, I'll go with uh, I'll go with the Chiefs as well. And I think Edward Hilaire, the guy bashed in a uh, when we were talking a couple weeks ago. I think he's uh, gonna have a big game. Great yeah. player, top ten running back. Shut up! You're just saying that. No, honestly, I think he has a good game. This Chargers. Run defense still real shaky. I think they're 30th in the NFL. I think that's going to be the difference. And this Chiefs defense been playing really well. I think they get after Herbert. And the Chargers did win this first matchup, so I think they get a little little payback this time around. Pretty much uh, clinch the division. Yep. We'll go Saturday games. I, I like these Saturday games, by the way. Um, I do too. Nothing better to watch. Six and six, seven and five coma. Yeah, we got the uh, the Raiders at the Browns, and the Browns got all these guys with COVID, a bunch of guys not playing. I like the Raiders. I think their season's on the line. And I, I, I've picked them twice here, I think. I picked them. After you wrote them off. Yeah, I wrote them off, said Cancun, well, they're done. And I think I picked them to cover the spread, at least against Dallas. I didn't pick them out right. They win that. They get absolutely pantsed last week by Kansas City. I think that they come terrible. back here. 
That is terrible. I'm a. I like the. Uh, I like the Browns in this one. Nick Chubb's gonna get the ball seventy times, at least, maybe more. Two touchdowns, hundred and fifty yards rushing. Chubb's gonna carry him to victory. Yeah, I don't know about. I hope that's the case for fantasy wise. He's been a little uh, disappointing. Chubb's and, all know, they got. It's gonna be Chubb, Chubb, Chubb. Yeah, I mean they have no receivers really to throw to. Hunt's out in this one, um, so I, I hope that's the case. Yeah, then the Raiders, they're run through Raiders, but I mean they're going to be, you know, that's what they're going to be geared up to stop uh, Chubb. That's all they got. And another team got a big, big game. I know it's Dick Mendes' team, Indianapolis Colts at home versus New England. Do you think they they uh, give New England a, a loss after this long win streak they've they're on right now? I think they do. I think the Colts, especially playing at home, Jonathan Taylor. This Patriots defense is pretty good, but I think Wentz is going to have a big game. He's he's under, Wentz has been really underrated this year. I think he's had some – he's really put together a nice season for them. So, I'm going to take the Colts in this one. You already know where I'm going. I'm still not over the collapse on October 11th, 2021. I like New England. The defense is really good. I think they'll take away Taylor, force Wentz to throw. They may force a couple of mistakes. Mac Jones got third more than three times today, I'll tell you that. I think he will, yeah. But I think they'll do just enough offensively. It'll be a low, I think, a lower scoring game. I like New England to get the win on the road. I like both road menges on uh, Saturday. That's um, and a big game Sunday for your Cincinnati Bengals and their playoff hopes. They play at at the Broncos. Broncos, are, I think, like a two and a half point favorite in this one. Yeah, give me the Bengals in this one. I just think I, I just think Joe Burrow's gonna play well. I don't the Broncos I still think are fraudulent. So so that yeah, on the road I'll I'll still take still take the Bengals. It's similar to the Bengals versus Raiders we had as a lock, I think. Yeah, similar. I mean it's hard to go against Vegas in this spot. I think he's you know, the Denver's favorite and this Bengals schedule, I mean it's tough. I but I they gotta get this game. I agree. I think Burrow is just a better quarterback. I don't think Bridgewater is going to be able to do enough against this Cincy defense. And this uh, Cincinnati defense is really good against the run. They're more shaky against the pass. So I think they'll shut down the, the run game with uh, Melvin Gordon, and he, he shouldn't even be playing. He'll get and, the ball 30 times. And the rookie running back, Javante Williams. But, yeah, I'll go with Cincinnati with you in this one. And that team that resides here, I already said they're going to beat Tennessee. No. You disagree? I think Tennessee will win pretty easily. I don't I'll know, be though. That, that offense is kind of coming out. Henry's been out. Damn yeah, I don't, I don't know if their run game is going to be good enough to – It don't to take much them. to run through Pittsburgh. I know, but I think it's like another Baltimore game. where They're, they're going to run on us. Don't get me wrong, but – I don't think it's going to be to an extent that uh, Cook and Mixon were able to do. Dalvin so. Cook coming off shoulder injury, 150 yards and two tutters in the first half. Like, yeah, holes that a dump truck could go through. <laughs> you know why? Uh, we, we already mentioned it. Enough. <laughs> and I know why. We're block, done with it. Block magnet. Yep. Leave they the really team. are. Um We'll go to another big game on Sunday. I think it's late window. Green Bay at Baltimore. Baltimore needs this one. Lamar's questionable. I think he'll play. 
but I think Green Bay is just a better team. Yeah, I don't see any way Baltimore wins this game. They got a tough schedule coming up. They may not even make the playoffs. Yeah, it's. I mean, they got. They don't have an easy game left on that schedule. Kind of like Pittsburgh. So I'm. I'm. Gonna, I'm gonna go to Packers in this one. Yeah, and then we go. We shouldn't even be picking this game, to be honest with you. And I've seen enough of this team on prime time. Get them the fuck off my TV. I don't want to see them on prime time. Stand alone anymore. Matt Nagy and the Chicago Bears, uh, done. They, Playing at home against Zimmer. It's a tired game. I may not even watch it. Um, you know what? I'll go with the Bears in an upset at home. I think they're going to get it done. <laughs> really? Yep. Love the Bears. Love seeing them on standalone games. Uh, it's tired. How they don't get flexed out last weekend. And then as soon as you think 11 and a half points and they go up early, you're like, oh, it's an easy cover. They just collapse and end up losing by – give up 45 points and losing by like 18. I'm going to go with Zimmer in this one. They're going to get a big win, keep their playoff hopes alive. Yeah, I'll go with Nagy. They showed some fight last week up in Green Bay. I'll give them credit for that. Um, but, early. yeah, they, they should not be – on these uh, primetime games anymore. I mean, I think they've been on at least four or five this year, too. I, I don't understand. Well, you're not going to watch the game. You used to say you love coma standalone games. That was your big take. Nah. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> did you not say that? I did say that, but I don't know. Not. I don't want to watch a game where I want both coaches fired. <laughs> True. <laughs> Arthur Smith. Yes, I'm glad you brought that up. That's going to be our picks for the week. But uh, the coach's firing stances I have now, I, Arthur Smith, no, not not quite yet. Uh, I'll give him another year. Um, Matt Rule got to go. He's added to this list, fired, he's done. Uh, switching quarterbacks, in and out. This is just because you took their over and ain't hitting in your pit. Fired the, the OC and it got worse. Yeah, I did bet the over. I was wrong. Um, I think he should be fired. Uh, obviously, I think Nagy and Zimmer will be gone. Um, I think Pete Carroll. I don't. I think he'll stay around another year. I don't think they'll fire him, even though he he probably could be. Um, we called that fingers one. I mean, that was easy. An easy one. Um, I want Joe Judge to stay. I want him gone. <laughs> Only guy I want to go, Joe Judge. Uh, yeah. I, I want him to stay just because you want him to go so bad. <laughs> That's usually why I want people to stay, like Maggie and Zimmer. You want him to go so bad, I want him to stay. <laughs> and I think Coach Christmas will get another year, even though it's been they've had some bad, bad moments too. Sirianni? No, I think he's done a good job. They're still in the playoff hunt. They'll collapse. And um, Ron Rivera is safe. He's a good coach. Brian Flores. They've turned around Miami. They're still not totally out of it yet. I, they've beat up on a lot of bad teams, but they, they've turned their season around. Tomlin. Nah, we're, we spent enough time on them. We're done. Mm. Real quick, college basketball, folks. Nate Oates gets a big win versus Houston on Saturday night where, where Sampson was crying and and uh, trying fighting to the refs. fighting the refs. Um, I thought that was ridiculous, but I'm glad they got the win. But then they turn around and lose at Memphis and Penny for Ottaway. 
And this this team was was terrible this year. Four losses already. That was your that was your pick against Memphis team, and then against your team. So it was like the ultimate game. And Nate Edwards goes out there and gets pantsed. Yeah, not not only lose but get blown out and pantsed. It was oh well, bad. I, call, I called that one. And they didn't even cover against um, Houston either. They did win the game, which I was happy they did that at least. But um, they didn't cover in that mm-hmm. one either. So I'm gonna be laying off the uh, the uh, Nate Oates train here a little bit until conference play begins. And, and your Ohio State Buckeyes playing well now. Got a big one against Cal Ponzi on Saturday. Yep, I like them to win that game. Usually the Dallas playing well. They pants Wisconsin at home this past Saturday. 2-0 in Big Ten play, got themselves back in the rankings. Zed Key, they, they got a lot of players. They're, they're starting to hit their stride at the right time, right when con- conference plays get ready to start. I like them to beat Caliponzi. He just got upset by Notre Dame. Yeah, and I have to say, I'm always against the Pac-12 basketball, and it's bad again this year. But they got three really good teams right now, and I think Arizona's a very good team. I watched some plays. Time out, time out. How do you say it's bad again this year? Then the next breath said they got three really good teams. It's a bad overall conference, <laughs> but they have three really good teams right now. So that's that sounds like a good conference to me. That's all they have. The bottom is awful. Oregon State makes an Elite Eight run last year. They're 1-11 now or whatever the hell they are. Um, Oregon stinks. Washington stinks. Dana Altman? Yeah, they're bad. You like him? No. So who's good? UCLA, Arizona, and – yeah, UCLA, Arizona, and uh, USC. And also Arizona State, Bobby Hurley fired. He got to go. Terrible. <laughs> Enough, of Enough of that. We've seen it for six years. It ain't working. Gone. No flip burger to McDonald's. Um, <laughs> done. But I, I do. I think Arizona's like – I think they're the best team in the Pac-12 personally. I, I think they're going to have a, a nice deep – You think they're march. better than Cronin? I do. I think they're going to have a mighty march run. They beat – they win at Illinois, who – I think Illinois is another one. I think they're – Brown Underwood, gone. They're down this year. Uh, I wouldn't fire him, but I, I, I'm sure as hell not betting um, his team anymore. I'm fading him the rest of the year. Kofi Cockburn. Yeah, he was okay. I mean, they just – I don't know. I don't think they have enough this year as they did last year. Yeah, they're missing um, what's-his-face. Desumu, and also yeah. their point guard's hurt right now. Um, but I'll, I'll fade Brad Underwood the rest of the year, especially after that tournament loss, which I forgot about last year, honestly. And against Loyola, yeah, which wasn't good. He's doing a nice job at Oklahoma. A big win against Arkansas recently. Yeah, Porter Moser, good coach. Yep. Starting to get a little more interested in college basketball now. Is we'll start talking about it a little more. Yeah, as football season kind of winds down, and how about these Baylor Bears? I mean. I don't know if they can repeat. That's hard to do, but they, they look damn good right now. Yeah, big win against Villanova. Gave up, what, 30-something points? Yeah. Good win. Speaking of low point totals, the guy I said that needs fired that we just talked about, uh, Bobby Hurley, they scored 29 points in a Pac-12 conference game this year. Gone. <laughs> against who? Washington State, I think. Jesus. 29 points. It's there, folks. It's not me making it up. There's facts. <laughs> Go look up the box score. 20. 29 points. That's awful. Fired. Done. Yep. He'll, he's going to get his – I have plenty of stickers. 
I think I may start the college basketball stickers I want. He's the first guy that's going on one today. Over a penny for Ottaway? Mm, I don't know if they'll fire him. He's too big of a name. But yeah, he brings in recruits. Yeah, he wants to win national championships, which he's not close to do yet. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's a good show. Got a lot 